but in the last five to seven years, I have seen just these incredible, powerful women. And what I love about that dynamic and why I want to help them is. We are going inside Gift and Home, and I am your guide, Dawn Groters. This is where we will dig into sales, products, and business relationships for retailers, wholesale brands, and sales reps in the gift and home industry. With 20 plus years of experience as a buyer, sales rep, and now business owner, I am thrilled to be your guide providing tips, techniques, ideas, skills, and motivation on your journey to building a thriving business. So let's get started. You are going to love Valerie Underwood. I met Valerie a few years back and was drawn to her immediately. She is a strong, honest, and full of integrity woman. And Valerie is the kind of friend and mentor that you want in your corner. She will have your back and hold you accountable, which is a great balance. And she is a huge encouragement to me and many other women in the industry. So welcome, Valerie. Well, thank you for having me. I, I think you've oversold me already. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not at all. What a great introduction. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey in the gift and home industry? Gosh, so I think it started um, about when I was 18 years old and I was going to college. Um, I'd switched a couple of times. I was going to be a teacher, switched to fashion merchandising, a love and a passion I still have. Um, and, and while I was in fashion merchandising, I knew that wasn't right for me. And so I was really thinking very hard on what my next steps might be. And kind of a funny thing, um, your personality sort of shows through in ways you don't expect. Most people in their dorm walls would put up pictures of whatever singer was, you know, hot at the moment or, or any actors with their shirts up. The whole wall on my side of the dorm room was full of interior photos, uh, you know, and people would say, what is this? And I would say, oh my gosh, don't you love how the light comes through the kitchen window? And don't you love this setting? And um, I didn't have, I don't think any actors or singers, I only had interiors of homes. And so funny enough, the things you do in life as you walk along, how, how you re revert back to those. So it uh, took a lot of strength and courage for me to decide to change my program over to interior design and business, but it was one of the best decisions I made. And from there, I moved into sales. I did uh, straight commission sales for a couple of years for a wonderful um, chain of stores out of the Minneapolis area. I went from there to the buying office for the same company um, loved everything I learned. I learned everything, um, everything I know about retail. Honestly, I learned in those first formulative 14 years and the first two on the sales floor taught me a lot about selling and the 12 in the buying office taught me about what, what it looks like to be profitable, um, how you need to, you know, what your aged inventory looks like, all of those kinds of things. Um, and they, they really gave me my start in the industry. After 14 years there, I moved into textiles and I spent five years in textiles um, as the VP of sales. And again, I learned a lot there. I, I did everything from sales management, to, uh, accounts receivable, you name it. We were a small organization, so kind of did a lot there, learned a lot, um, was happy to do it, What worked for really wonderful people. And then um, about 10 years ago, 10 years and three months ago, I, I moved to my current role and I'm in sales as well. I'm a regional manager for, for a rug company and 
truly one of the best companies I've I've ever worked for. The people that I get to work with, um, that I'm privileged to work with every single day. What a gift. Um, it's like being in a foxhole with the people you would pick to be in a foxhole with. Uh, everybody is very positive, can do. How do we make this happen? Uh, we have each other's backs. It's just, it's really refreshing um, to have all that support and have great product and have great customers. So yes, yes. And um, I will totally back you up on that. Um, the company that you work for is amazing and has always been super supportive. Love the product, love the collaborations, all of those things. And so it's it's a lot of fun to have met you through that. Um, and so why don't you tell me a little bit about what your favorite part is about working within this industry? I think um, I have a lot of favorite parts, so that's going to be kind of hard to narrow down. You can say your top like, three or something. <laughs> so my top 40, you know, okay. yeah. so my, I, I mean, I would say, you know, one of the things that gets me up and going every single day, honestly, is the relationships. Uh, and, and I mean, all the relationships, it's the relationships that, that we've um, really grown within our company, within our organization. Um, it's the relationships with our sales representatives who are are on the front lines making it happen every day. It's it's really all those relationships and getting up and nurturing those and trying to figure out what someone might need from you in the moment. Sometimes they need advice. Sometimes they just need to vent. Sometimes um, they're stuck in a process, you know, in the sales process, and they don't know what to do next. That, along with kind of the variety that the industry brings, um, some days it's a coaching role that takes kind of precedence. Some days it's more of a sales role. Sometimes it's a, you know, hold the line in the sand role. I mean, there's so many different roles and so many different things that I that I again I'm privileged to get to be a part of and that variety is really exciting. I love I love coaching and mentoring. I love training. Um, but I also love the sales side. So I love working with the products every single day. We have some of the most trendy, fashion forward, um, cutting edge, yet have broad appeal to a lot of people kinds of products. So when you have amazing products to work with every single day, such a gift and really makes makes my job so much easier and a lot of fun, truly. That's so great. Um, okay, so I know you have created valuable relationships with your buyers, with retailers, and with the sales reps. So why are those relationships so important to you and why are they valuable to you? I think for a number of reasons, the relationships are are valuable to me. Uh, first and foremost, I think it just sort of solidifies the the direction you're both hoping to go into. Um, when when you're kind of on the same page as a as a customer, or you you feel like you're walking down the same path together, there's so much more you can accomplish together than separately. So those relationships and really, again, I'm going to use probably the word nurturing a lot, but really taking care of really nurturing those relationships. It just, it really paves a smoother path for what's to come. Um, letting your customers know that that they're important to you and not just, you know, professionally, but a lot of times the customers, you know, actually become good friends. And that's happened over the years time and time again. And that's that's a lot of fun to be able to add more people to sort of your friend pile in life and not just uh, your professional work life. But the, the relationships, I think, really... Um, 
a relationship it it's like some it's like a relationship with your child or with your with your family or your husband the the more you take care of that relationship just the better the outcome and so keeping ourselves mindful of that the other thing that i learned years ago um in in a management seminar is you know people have different viewpoints of what customers are and to me, um, one statement that I learned years ago, and I, I hold this, you know, very close to my heart, I really believe in this, is that every single person you run into every single day is a customer of your business. And the question you're always supposed to ask yourself is, what condition is your business in? And so whether it's the janitor at the school or someone in traffic or someone checking you out at Target or the people that, you know, are in customer service for your company, Every single person you run into is your customer. And so making sure those relationships are strong and intact, that you're treating people with kindness and just those kinds of things, always to keep in mind when when you're, you know, trying to grow your relationships with with customers and, and the people around you. That saying is such a great thing to remember. Yeah, I agree. I have a lot of those kinds of quotes and sayings from uh, years ago when I was working for the chain of furniture stores in Minneapolis, it was a requirement that we took lots and lots of management classes. Um, I didn't maybe understand the need in the moment, but boy, so glad I took them. Um, really, again, just paved a, a really nice path uh, for me in life. Not that it was always going to be a smooth path, but that you had some really good foundational kind of ideas to fall back on when you need them the most. Yeah, yeah. And they invested in you, which is also such a great thing for a company to do is to invest in their employees. And then whether you continue to work for them or someone else, but it just is an investment long term for them. Agreed. Yeah, great. I would encourage people to um, to take as many management courses or seminars as possible. Great managers or leaders, you learn it from these kinds of situations or um, mentors and teachers that you've had in your life. Kind of a little off tangent, but yes. still relevant. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So um, tell me, how do you support other women in the gift and home industry? I think, um, I think that's a great question. I think I, I honestly try to support uh, men and, and women, honestly, it, as equally as, as possible. Uh, but what I've seen kind of a surge in the last few years of women that are are just starting businesses and this this is not something i i would have said i witnessed when i first entered the home furnishings industry where women were doing these startup boutiques and these concepts and ideas but in the last 5 to 7 years i have seen just these incredible powerful women and what i love about that dynamic and why i want to help them is they are they're smart, they're good people, they care about um, more than just themselves. A lot of times their their ties are not only to their family members and how much they love them, but really to their community and the giving back concept. So I've watched a number of retailers in these past five to seven years join the home furnishings industry, uh, had no, no experience. And I think just from a peer, like what what's the right thing to do sort of a mentality or sort of a pay it forward from all my experience that I was allowed in my lifetime. I just feel the need to try to help as I, you know, again, as many people as possible, but it's especially these women that I'm watching and I'm admiring, um, getting after it and making it happen. And there are 
so many rewarding moments when you watch someone with an idea or a concept. Uh, years ago, I watched a, a young woman in Iowa who I just met her and her husband, and I thought they were like the most fantastic people I'd met. And and here she is, oh my gosh, five, six years later, she's on her third, you know, she just started her third location. And watching those success stories and knowing that perhaps you you had a tiny hand in it and you're watching them grow and flourish and thrive is really, really rewarding. So I think it's just that rewarding part of watching something grow, whether it's, you know, as a parent to a child or people who like to garden can testify to that. We're just watching a business take off. It's just so exciting to see that and the excitement in the industry. Um, Sometimes businesses that are in business for 50, 80, 100 years are still doing a great job, but sometimes they get tired and they're, you know, the, the excitement's not there. And then you watch these fabulous women in their 30s and 40s just hitting it out of the park. And I think what's rewarding is not only watching them grow and maybe teaching what what you can and what you know, but how much I learn from them. And then I can take and apply that to the next woman owned um, started business and and then connecting all those women is kind of a fun thing too. So it's really just rewarding, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you were one of the people that I talked to when I wanted to start my business and um, you were just such a great mentor for me to just bounce questions off and, and things like that. And so um, I needed someone like you to help me move things forward and to get rid of some of the fear and do it scared and do all the things that I knew that I needed to do in my business. But I just needed someone with experience and that has seen things done to be in my corner. And so you were that for me as well. And so I know how important it is to those other women to have you in their corner. And so uh, thank you for doing that. Thank you for investing in all of us the way that you have. It's honestly, it's been uh, just rewarding and watching all of you find your way in the world. Um, it's it's a little bit like parenting when you watch your kids grow and and evolve into who they're going to be. And and you can kind of say, wow, you know, like, look what look what they did. And and gosh, I, I was part of their journey. And that to me is just so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just kind of told you why I think you're so important to um, supporting other women, but do you have anything else that you want to add about why it's so important to you to um, support other women in the industry? It really helps all of us to be around people that we can most closely associate with. um, And, and we find ourselves, maybe we're trying to mirror some of their better, um, better behaviors and attitudes and actions. There's a saying that you are the compilation of the five people you spend the most time with. And so not that, you know, there's only five women or there's only five people in my life. There's plenty. But I would say in the business world, uh, the, the people that you're spending the most time with and if you're admiring and loving what they're doing in their business and you're you're spending a lot of time with them, you're gleaning and you're you know, you're taking those characteristics and those attributes on as well. So. Um, I just think it's such a, a, you know, win-win for the people going through the motions of having to do all that's hard in life with their own business and, and being able to lend a helping hand when you can, um, and then also learning from those moments. Yeah. Oh, yes. I completely agree with you on that. 
Um, okay. So a lot of times when we are business owners or anything that you are in the industry, um, we feel isolated or we feel like we're on an island because we, you know, we're stuck in our business and, or we're a sales rep and we're traveling alone on the road, or we're a wholesale vendor and you're kind of, you know, working from home and you're stuck there, or you're a retailer and you're just like, I'm trying to do this all by myself. So what are some things that you have done so you don't feel like you're on an island and feel isolated in the industry? So years ago, um, when I was working for the chain of furniture stores, uh, one thing that it was uh, so apparent to me, it was so important to the leadership, the owners of the organization. And I was young in my 20s and I didn't really get it, but they kept using this word and I kept saying, oh my gosh, <laughs> if I hear that word one more time, I'm just, I'm going to, I don't know, it's so much. I can't, and I can't wrap my head around why it's so important. Um, and the word is networking. Um, when you're in your 20s, you don't get why networking, at least I didn't. I can't say not not everybody, but I didn't understand what what was so important about this. And networking allows you to have questions for people who have, they're already on the path ahead of you and why reinvent the wheel? So that is why one of the things that I think you can do to avoid being on an island is just just the art of networking. And you can network with people within your industry, outside of your industry. You can get good ideas from the people at your church or the people at the coffee shop. It doesn't even have to be industry specific. But uh, during COVID, I think we all found ourselves on some kind of island. Well, it was unfamiliar for sure. And one of the ways that you know, helped me overcome kind of that period of time where we weren't kind of going out, we weren't doing much, is just staying in touch with people. Hey, what, you know, what's going on? How are you doing? How's your family? What, what struggles are you facing? And you'll find that a lot of struggles were the same. Um, the old saying, misery loves company. And then some of the struggles were different. And sometimes you, um, you know, you're able to lend a voice or a hand in what they're going through. So just that constant flow of, making yourself get out there, put yourself out there when it's uncomfortable. Um, a lot of people are really good at putting themselves out there when it's comfortable, but putting yourself out there in a group of people you've never met and just introducing yourself and just saying, you know, what do you do and how long have you been doing that? Or or uh, one of the lines I like to open a conversation with is like, tell me your story. And nobody yet has said, I don't want to tell you my story. Everybody has a story and everybody wants to tell their story. So I think that's a big part of networking um, as well. So that, that whole aspect, just that one term that was so foreign to me 20 some, 30 some years ago um, has become such an important and vital aspect, not only of business, but just of making sure you're not feeling like you're on an island and by yourself. I agree, which that kind of goes right into my next question for you. So it works out perfectly. But how has your network of women benefited you and helped you personally? I think, um, again, there was a, a part of me in my former life. The I went to uh, I went to UW Stout in Wisconsin. It's a small state school. And the reason I had originally gone there was to become a teacher. And even though I never graduated being a teacher, um, there is some part of me that still loves the idea of of teaching, mentoring, um, growing, watching people grow. And I think what what I love about networking is 
that I'm, I'm able to watch myself grow and I'm able to learn um, from somebody else teaching me in this network. But I'm also able to watch, um, I love watching people of like personality, um, similar concepts that they, they hold true to their heart, things that are really important to them. When I'm watching other similar people that are, have similar personalities network and how they have these aha moments and how the give and the take is just so much and people are bringing so much to the table, but they walk away from the table having learned so much and feeling like really filled up. So the the networking for me is just um, could not be more important and it couldn't be more important for me to try to find, you know, continually find more people in the industry who are like the women that I already know, who I think might be a good fit, because I know that they have some things to teach and they also have some things that they, they have questions about that they want to learn about. It's just, um, I think it's just helped me be a better person. Um, it keeps it keeps me focused on what's important, reminds me to let the smaller things go, focus on focus on the bigger things, the more positive things. And I mean, really just to be grateful and just be full of gratitude. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know um, we've talked about a lot already, but what is some advice you would give to other women in the industry who wants to start something new or like do a networking event or it's something that brings people together? What would you say would be their first steps to take? I think the some of the first steps to take, um, you know, first of all, reach out to the people that you trust that already are are doing something similar again why reinvent the wheel i think a lot of times you're you're going to be able to bounce ideas off of people and they're going to have great feedback and they especially people who have already done some of these events uh that's always a great place to start and and then you know reaching out to the people that you trust the most uh that you've formed a friendship or a business partnership with and ask, you know, who else do you know that might be able to help me with this? It's again, it's all, it's just the constant networking and the constant um, asking, well, who else could I chat with or who else could teach me something that I don't know? Um, and so that I don't have to go through all the work myself, but I could possibly chat with five or 10 people that will really help me formulate a plan. And I think making a, a game plan, a, you know, a short, a mid and a long-term game plan, if if it's a business plan. But if it's something as, you know, as simple as just a networking event or um, an idea that brings people together, obviously just reaching out to the people closest to you and then asking them who who would they recommend. Mm -hmm. um, I What I always say is, you know, people that are of like mind and work ethic tend to hang together. So if you love someone, because my gosh, they're just a fabulous vendor or a fabulous resource or a fabulous rep, typically they are, they also have a whole network of people that they rely upon. And those, so it's just, it just spider webs, you know, or, you know in a good way, you just, it continually um, moves outward. And those people, you can draw so much information from and so much inspiration and they're willing to share. People are, I mean, shockingly, people are willing to share their success stories because why not? Uh, it, it, you know, what comes around goes around. So people are happy. I've found more often than not happy to share how they're successful, why they're successful. So 
I think just reaching out to the people around you is just such a, a great way to get started. And it'll, va- you know, it'll validate, like if you're heading in the right direction or people might give you perspective about maybe you hadn't thought of that when you were in your, you know, planning stages. Um, it's just, it's just always a good idea to reach out to people around you that you love, that you trust, that you really admire and um, gather all that information and then kind of get a plan together from there. Yeah. Yeah. Great advice. Great advice on that. So I do want to ask you for your last question, more of a fun question. So you truly are an amazing host. That's one of the things that I love about you and you love to cook and host and you do such an amazing job at it. So tell me where you learned that. Gosh, um, I mean, my, I grew up in a family where, where food and hosting, it was uh, one of the ways that we always made people feel welcome. Um, and I think that holds true probably in the world and in every culture. Uh, the Then kind of the number one thing, you know, whether you're reading it in the Bible, you're listening to other culture stories. Uh, when you go to a village, how often people just invite you into the home and share whatever it is they have, whether it's a full meal or a piece of bread. And so that whole aspect of making people feel warm and welcomed um, and loved and supported and cared for has just, I've just, it's something I've always grown up with. And, and it's really kind of taken on new shape and life over the last few years when I've, I've been networking with other people and am able to bring them into my home and, you know, kind of, I, I do take it all kind of seriously. I, I watch food network. I, um, you know, having, the interior design background, I took lighting classes. So when my husband and I go out to restaurants that we, you know, we really are looking for that five-star experience. We we pay attention to the aesthetics of the inside of the restaurant. We pay attention to what's the lighting like? How's the food being presented? Are there any floral arrangements? You know, kind of all of those aspects and then kind of take and try to recreate that for the people in our home when we're entertaining and just giving people that sense that they too can experience a, a five-star restaurant experience within within your own home. And so those, I just love, I love to recreate those experiences for people. Um, and I think it's it's just me, it's sort of like me pouring out to the world, sort of my love language. Like I just, I want to entertain, I want to host, I want to cook, I want you to know how much you mean to me. And so I, when you take um, an event or just a dinner and and just dot all those I's and cross all those T's and try to deliver a, a five-star experience. Um, I just, I think people appreciate it. Reps go to visit stores and I think it's wonderful that they do this. Um, you know, they'll bring cookies, but when I, when I visit retailers, I actually try to make something and bring it to them because I want them to know, I think they're that important. I could have gone somewhere and picked up some gourmet cookies. But if, if I make them, I just, I hope they feel like it really comes from a place of love and how much I value their friendship and, and how, how seriously I take our relationship. So it's kind of an all encompassing. I just love you, Valerie. You're so awesome. Um, you, I am always, I love you too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I always love learning from you and your honest and your real, our real conversations that we have. So thank you so much for being an advocate for women in the gift and home industry and sharing your passion with us on Inside Gift and Home. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, this is a great opportunity um, 
for me to be part of what you do, uh, Don. I think you are, you know, you are like a lot of us. You you are nervous and maybe a little bit afraid, but that has not stopped you. And I think that's a good lesson for all of us to take away. Um, you know, like Tom Hanks says in the movie, A League of Their Own, it's baseball supposed to be hard. You know, a lot of what we do in life, it's supposed to be hard. If if it was easy, everybody would do it. And so it's the people that take those calculated risks and put themselves out there like you're doing with your podcast, like you're doing with your business. There's a lot to be said about that. Uh, you never know if you don't try. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got to take all those things that we feel called to do and do them, whether we're and prepared them. or scared or any of those things. We just, we do them. Yep. Absolutely. Could not agree more. Thanks for joining me on this journey inside Gift and Home. And if you have a friend in the industry that would enjoy this podcast, please share it with them and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.